Who decides what's normal? There you look like a. F- I'm not even gonna say it. It's like a bad. I can't even swear for the first ten minutes. Like anyway, <laughs> 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 she's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, Alright, this is gonna be the worst part I've ever done in my life, man. Alright, listen. What's up? Welcome back. Welcome forward. No, we're going back. Back where? Back in time, innit? Wish we can turn back time. Alright, welcome center. To the good old nah, anyways, let, let me stop talking shit. No, 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 yeah, today no. we've got a special host. Yeah. <laughs> Not a special guest, we've got a special host. <laughs> yeah, we do, we have, yeah. We've got we've got Sammy in the building. Samuel. Yep. Yep. He's gonna be hosting this podcast. Yeah. So we're doing fuck all today. Yeah, but basically, yeah, we're yeah, the guests. Donuts. Yo, Leo, why are you showing me the mancos? Mancos, ah, let me, let me, let me put that down. Who did the mancos? Yeah, you gotta hide them, man. You might turn me on. <laughs> ah, damn. Um, you showing the mancos? All right, Wait, cool. Wait, no, well, yeah, I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired. Hey, this is already shit. <laughs> no, it's the worst. It'll be the worst podcast. It'll be the best on. worst podcast. Yeah, no, the worst best podcast. Uh, yeah, yeah, but you can't be negative. You gotta be positively negative. I'm not gonna lie, yeah. I'm not gonna lie, yeah. If I was, if I was listening to this, if I'm watching it and listening as well, mm. I wonder two things would happen. I'd be like, this is fucking genius, and this is gonna be a lit conversation, and I don't know what's about to happen. Yeah. I don't think I'm just turning it off and I'm going yeah. to watch something else. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm probably t- tuning into like C- CEO cast. What's that? What's that? CEO cast. CEO cast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's basically this this um this Asian Bangladeshi Donny who interviews like people that are in the business world, like doing different things and stuff. So they're like CEOs or high successful people and all of that stuff. Is it boring? No, you know what? It's actually lit. I've learned a lot from it. Lit household in terms of like Christmas lit, like Christmas tree lit. That's just lit, isn't it? <laughs> this is bright. Yeah, it's bright. The bright what, features, isn't what is, it? What is a podcast you would listen to? Do you know what is it? What is a podcast in general, anyways? What is a podcast? How do you like describe a podcast? It's a podcast, man. The entry level for, for podcasting is so small, man. I've been saying this for such a long time. The entry level for a podcast is so so minimal because we do that shit every day. What do you mean? Just jump on a podcast and that's it? No, just have a conversation. Yeah. That's what a podcast is, man. But some people, I don't know, people are scared to have a conversation nowadays, though. Yeah. So I don't, I don't think it's small, though. I think, you know what? Let's talk about this, yeah? yeah Let's talk about types of conversations, isn't it? Okay. Yeah? So I feel like there's people out there who are struggling to have the sort of, like, the embarrassing or, like, the tough or, like, meaningful. I think people don't have a certain type of conversation or they're scared to have some type of conversations or they don't know how to. But no, would you not say people have... A, a specific way to have those kind of conversations because what's uncomfortable to you might be not uncomfortable to you, you know what I'm saying so if like someone to have a conversation that you'd say this is nothing this is valueless but because I've had a, I've had a couple times you probably have all the time even Sammy as well like you have a conversation with someone and for me having a conversation as powerful as this is normal whereas for someone else they may look at this thing this is the fucking best conversation I've ever had in my life and for them this is power. This is this is this is meaningful for me because this is a normal conversation. Because we were talking about this the other day. I talked yeah. today about how like having powerful, meaningful conversations is not like a uniquely unusual thing. So whenever I take this kind of thing that I do, that which is having a powerful, a meaningful conversation, I take it elsewhere and approach to someone, approach someone that is unfamiliar with these kinds of conversations. They're like, "Holy shit! This is a really amazing thing." So this was. Let me something. ask you this here. So the type of conversations we have on this podcast. Mm. Do you see them anywhere else? I think if I fucking apart shit. from you bringing those conversations, do you see them anywhere else? Do you hear yeah, them that's, often? I think I can't. I can't say yes or no. See, I've been you in can. more environments, so I can say I've heard them, but it's mm. not common. Mm. So I feel like in a lot of places, people step on eggshells. Co- um, mm. Yeah, because everyone's worried about like offending another culture or offend, offending this or that. Mm. But sometimes the best thing that can happen is when someone makes a mistake. And offends you, and then you guys laugh it, laugh about it, learn about each other, because you know what I mean. It's an opportunity. Whilst if, yeah, you, if you're yeah. so scared to talk, you never connect with someone. You know what I mean? And there's also the other thing as well is that, and we were explaining it before, is the energy. It's also the energy and the, the intention behind the 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 way of like talking about something. It's like people can feel that shit. It's like energy's. I don't know. I, I, feel, I feel like energy is universal, unless someone's just like. But it's very easy to misread energy, man. That's what I'm saying. That's like I've been, I've been, I've been on this thing where. I see value. I see a lot of value in understanding intention because intention, I feel like, is way more valuable than actual action. Action is one thing, but mm. intention is what fuels it. Like it is what is like. It's like there's a difference between putting water or petrol in your car, right? I'm saying so you can still run with water, but it's a fucking useless part of like useless um, resource. So intention is what I find most valuable. 
Now the only problem in that is I can never fully understand someone's intention unless they tell me the truth or their individual truth. Because lying is not a difficult, difficult thing. But the problem nowadays is people don't always tell the truth. You know what I mean? Like Probably. they will look you in the because they feel uncomfortable, so they will look you in the face, lie, and then they'll get upset themselves. What so, if? What if instead of trying to like label if the person is saying the truth or they're lying or whatever they're saying, they're saying hateful stuff. What yeah. if it just said like the person just saying? What if the bottom line is the saying? We don't have to attach the label. This is what he said. This is what I believe. Everyone, I believe whatever the fuck everyone says. Like, there's an element of naivety that goes that goes with it. But like for me, mm. my truth because I believe that everyone else, everyone has an individual truth, right? So my individual truth is whatever the fuck you say becomes truth. I'm not gonna now go and overthink this and kind of think, oh no, wait, wait, did he mean this? Did he mean this? Is he lying to me? Just because that's too much brain power that, that I don't want to apply to. That you don't have. That's, <laughs> a, that's a, it's a, my bad. I, I didn't mean to say that. Yeah. <laughs> huh? You meant it, bro. Nah, that was an accident. But <laughs> <laughs> that's your truth. Therefore, that becomes my truth. I'm saying that's that's a perfect example. You if you give me fifty pounds, you'll have a thousand pounds tomorrow. Yeah, come hold it. That's delusion. That's not true. You reckon? That's delusion. No, no. So, so, so. I mean, yeah, I, I, I agree with there's you. An, no, don't get me wrong. I'm not gonna fucking do that kind of shit. Like, I think there's an element of, like, understanding of who I am and remembering who I am. Yeah. And following that up back that following up following that up by remembering who they are. Don't laugh. Jeez. Following up, basically remembering who they are. Like, kind of Bob, how Bob says it. Remember who I am and then remember who they are. Yeah. So there's an element of like there is like some type of naivety or gullibility to saying you know what. Whatever you're saying, that's my truth until you change it. Mm. But I'm not gonna be stupid. <laughs> I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna like I think I'm not gonna act it's like I think I'm gonna consume the information, but when it comes to acting based on that information, that's when I start kind of I'd rather kind of be a bit iffy. But it's just all it all it really is is trying to simplify life as much as possible and saying, you know what? I know that if what you say is not true to me, then I might start overthinking about it and da 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 and da, da, da whatnot. And it goes as far as from the person you know the best to the person you know the worst. Like people are actually are, are just overthinking strangers. You yeah. understand? You people are think overthinking straight like we thinking we look at a person walking past, looking at us do a thing that's unusual and now we're overthinking, oh how did they take that? How did they wear whatever? And it's like that's you know, that's so much brain power to stand that's so un, unusable and, and is yeah. is this is a lot of energy that doesn't need to be spent, man. I don't yeah. yeah. It hurts, man. You know, sometimes you know when you talk here. Yeah? By the way, you make perfect sense because, like, I'm I'm not dissing you. I'm just gonna Yo, be clear. Yeah? No, I'm actually not dissing you. Yeah. Go on. You know, sometimes I realize, yeah, like you make so much sense here, yeah, but sometimes you go like in in like a big loop that yeah. will just kind of like go around and you go yeah, back yeah, to the first point it. that you started with. Mm. But it's, there's nothing wrong it's with that. That's just, I mean, that's just yeah. who you are. Do you think that's but I think I think it's important to explain that because yeah. I feel like you do that. You do that often, which is which maybe, is maybe, maybe it's a maybe it's a learning curve because I have I have. Like we were saying, man, we yeah. we never know where we how far we've travelled until we turn around and look at where but, we started. But everyone has their own unique uh, style of communication. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, man was just talking shit. Double the time he used to be talking. So yeah, <laughs> try and guess what question I'm about to ask Sammy. Me? Yeah. Already know. Go on. Already ask know. it then. Oh, ready for this? Yeah. Go on. T- uh, what's the one thing people should know about you? Okay, <laughs> you would have forgotten it. Go Why dissing me for? You man? I forgot. Best bearing than that. Yeah, lied to me. Um. I think for me it's just I don't know like for me it's like I'm always that I'm a real person so mm. like if people wanted to approach me it's just because they need to talk why would you I'm okay? just checking if you're real <laughs> no but like so I was just checking if he's a real person you could ask me to I wasn't sure no I just know like you know if someone needs to approach me because they need to talk because you know something's going he was, on wait, was it, he wasn't sure he wasn't sure since seven B. Sorry, good to Oh, yeah, I see what you're <laughs> <laughs> That took me a while to. to I was pointing at the mic for you. What's, what's your definition of real? Um, your real person. Instagram like, real. The thing is, no, 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 not Instagram real. Like, if you come to me, <laughs> no, if you come to me and, like, there's something wrong, like, for example, I'm not going to pretend to care on social media and then in real life be like, nah, I can't help. Do you know what I mean? Like, if I can help, regardless of if it's in front of people or not, and I want to help, I'll be, I'll be very direct with you. If I don't want to help, you know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. what I love. If you're, if you're my friend, mm. I mean, you know, you know this because obviously me and you go back. But if mm. it's like, it doesn't matter how how tedious the task is or whatever. If I see you in pain and you need my help, I'll try and help, even if, even if it's like in a yeah, I'm a bit way. different, man. Yeah, Yo, don't, don't touch that. Sorry. Yeah, it makes a lot of noise. And put the mic up a little bit. So sorry for the technical difficulties. I realized 
I just, yeah. I just, I've gotten to a point in my life where if I don't want to do something, I just don't fucking do it. <laughs> like, like, and it goes as far as it has nothing to do with the relationship I have the person. Like, sometimes I do want to help, help the person. It's just I don't want to do it. Yeah. And I realized that I've, I've become more um, positively lazy. That's my bullshit justification. I've become positively lazy. I've gone to a point where. What the hell is that? It's just laziness from a positive twist. Like, you know, like they say, um, the laziest person in the world was the guy who invented the washing machine. Because you couldn't be asked to wash by hand. Yeah. But I think that's where me and you might be different. Because, like, mm-hmm. for me, like, I wouldn't keep people in my life that I don't care about. Mm. I mean, it's, it's, it's a case of if I don't care about you and you approach me, I might just but be... Even though, but even, even, even uh, as you care about... The more I actually care about a person, or the more a, a person makes effort with me, that's the more I invest in them. Mm. But if I don't like someone, I'll be polite to them, maybe, or I'll just not engage with them. Yeah, yeah. But, do you know what I mean? But if I don't care about someone, then I'll, it's just a case of, cool, you know, you're, no, you're never even going to think about coming to me anyway. Do you know what I mean? But oh, I see. I see. So it's kind of like if you come with me with all the drama and you and you know you you don't have you know you're not a you're not a nice person or you know you don't bring any value to my life apart from drama, then there's no point of you being in my life. But if it's a nice person, a genuine person, a good friend, someone who makes you laugh, someone you know, someone whose company you enjoy, or whatever, it's it's those friends when they're when they're in a down and bad place, whether it's for a day or for a month or whatever. Those are the ones you care about. Yeah, 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 they're the friends on a good day and a bad day. Yeah, I like that. And and do you know what's interesting about what you said? Yeah, there's there's the element of Sometimes, like based on your own behavior, you'll you'll kind of teach other people on how to interact with you. Yeah. So like this, this is this is why like this is why I find um, quiet people fascinating because they're always quiet. Like people assume that they're always quiet, but sometimes it might be quiet on purpose. Mm. And then because they're quiet, like they might have a different engagement from other people just based on that. Yeah. So that's just like one example, but I feel like people based on their own behavior can also like kind of like mm. in impact on how other people. Treat them anyways. You know, yeah. there was interesting on that as well. You know, how we, we always talk about like responsibility is a measure of our ability to respond, right? Is it? Uh, huh? No, he said it like fifty times now. It's okay, fine. cool. Yeah, yeah, said, yeah. Wait, Common uh, unity, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you really do this to me. Um, responsibility. So I kind of see it as a, a measure of your ability to respond. I think we should also look into uh, response. No, not response. Sorry, um, reception. How have you received this information or this? Because like those who, who are quiet in a room, yeah. who don't really listen to anyone, don't really um, speak much or, or showcase much. I think my question to them is always: How have you received? How have you res- um, res- um, consumed yeah. information? Yeah. Because again, the book don't change; the reader changes, right? Mm-hmm. So the reception is always going to be different. So I guess, uh, I guess this is also a question I, need to, I would like to answer myself a lot regularly. I can respond and choose to respond all willy nilly as much as I want. But it's also how have I received the information as well? Because the information is something we never change, right? The thing that happens is not, not something we change. It's just, it happens. Yeah. So we also so we get to choose our response, but how can we choose our reception as well? Because I my, my belief system, I, I have full control of myself, which means I control everything that happens yeah. in and around me as an individual. Reception is another one. How good is my uh, how good is my phone reception? I've got four bars, three bars, two bars. Yeah. What is it? Five G, four G, O two, T Mobile, yeah. T Mobile. <coughs> I think at the same oh, yeah, time, shit, was dead, I? <laughs> I was gonna say at the same time, let's say if we go back into that, I think a lot of it does depend on you know how they say nature nurture because mm-hmm. obviously, nature is like you know your DNA and whatever, but nurture is like you know, let's say if you're growing up in an environment where you know at home they consider something like, for example, like in a lot of um South Asian communities, right? They consider like asking questions as talking back and a bad thing, but yeah, then, but then yeah. like if the child grows up and they don't understand something and they don't ask. They'll never know. That yeah, they, they will never know, and that doesn't help anyone. Well, not their company, yeah. not themselves. Mm. Like, do you know what I mean? It doesn't help their friends. It doesn't. You know what I mean? They just. Well, you know what? That's lost. the thing. So I, I feel like we're living in an era where they don't have to ask. Google.com. Like literally, yeah, yeah, everything yeah. I want to know, I just Google it. Like yeah. sometimes, you know, this is this is so funny, yeah. And yeah. this happens with Aladdin sometimes. Okay. Like I'd speak to Aladdin, and then he'd be like, "Oh, what does that thing mean?" And like I would go and Google myself, I would check it and I'd be like, yeah, it means that. But if you already knew the answer to the question, well, I would, I would Google it myself. No, so but not always. But then I'm thinking like, why don't I just tell tell him to Google? But I think that's why am I googling? No, no, that's the thing. This the, the point I'm trying to make. Some people Google for other people. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, some people Google for other people. Yeah, instead of just telling them, yo, go Google it yourself. But the thing is, yeah, you can Google like a lot of factual things, right? But let's say if Aladdin's giving me his opinion, I can't Google that. There's, so, a, there's other people's so opinions I, though. If I, unless no, but what I'm saying is that I can obviously ask you or whatever, but I can uh, Google cannot tell me what Aladdin's thinking because do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, but not necessarily Aladdin. So asking, but so, it's just an example. No, no, but that's the thing. So then it goes back to the the point of like 
whose opinions do you value? Mm. And that's where we get to choose, like whose opinions. Even, we even value. Like information, even like sharing information, like the way to teach is always going to be that uh, the method of rece- reception and the method of teaching would always be the one of the most valuable things we need to understand. If I asked you, like my my my, my kind of word is mandem fire for me. Read this thing or or this song. To you understand? Let's say for example, crypto or, or like M- NFTs and shit. I don't understand the shit, and if I wanted to understand it, it shouldn't be a problem. Google, YouTube, no problem. But I would like it to be mandemified, simplify in a way that I would understand it. And me as an individual, which is why I don't ask. I wouldn't ask like a stranger or someone I don't know or someone I, like I wouldn't ask like Poku Banks or something like that. For example, like someone I'm familiar with. You yeah. that shit. No comment. Right. I wouldn't ask someone I'm, I, I know of to explain it to me. I'd rather ask Leo or yeah. Sammy or someone who I know knows me well to explain it to me because they understand me as an individual. So sometimes you'd have to be a good teacher. You just need to understand your student. If I want to understand crypto, I can. No problem. Google, YouTube, flick Wikipedia if I have to. You know what? You understand me. So I think I understand what you're saying with that, but I just, mm. I just want to clarify something. I think with certain things like crypto and other things, I think there's still an element of like, regardless of how much someone explained it, certain topics are very yeah. complex mm. and you can't go to someone else for it. But you can learn how to learn. So the reason I said that is because there's many different aspects of crypto. Someone could be an expert within one, like let's say blockchain technology or something else, yeah. and might be another expert within like, you know, how to create like different layer tokens or something. So what I'm trying to say is that there'll be experts within different fields. So sometimes yeah. you need to understand, unless you've got loads of people you can talk to that yeah. expertise. But yeah, that so that's what I'm saying. Like the, the, the thing that I look for is either teach me in a way that you don't know me and understand, or teach me to learn. Le- teach me to learn. Allow me to learn to learn. I'm saying, so how did you kind of, what was the best thing that works for you? And from your understanding of who I am, what do you believe is the best way for me to go out and learn this thing? Because I have no problem with learning. I love learning. Learning is my favorite thing. But yeah. how can I learn in a simpler, easier way? If, I, if it took me five years to learn how to edit, it should, took me two and a half, it should take me two and a half years to teach it, to teach next person to edit. And then vice versa, because we get young guys, we get like five-year-olds and 10-year-olds doing some very complex stuff. That's solely based on the fact that they were taught Quicker. Understand? What's this about child labor? <laughs> <laughs> That's Sorry. what I mean. <laughs> I, <had to. laughs> I got a question. I got a question. And it's gone. Unless I want to carry on with that. I got an answer. All right, cool. I got an answer. So the, the question for both of you is that: What's your favorite conspiracy theory? Probably Illuminati. Jeez. It just goes deep. It's that like Marvel. Uh, uh, explain why though like that's actually a funny reference like, no nah, literally just it's interesting like because it, it goes back and there's so much like like there's so much like history there and there's so much like documentation and you know symbolism and, and you know, patterns uh, in there you know what and, and, and so much nonsense but still it's just so funny to um to just read up on it do you know what I mean it's just like, it's, mm. it's, it's like almost like finding up a, no, a new like genre of comedy or you know what I mean like, a, like a, not a comedy but you know what I mean like a, it's like fucking a, funny a, a you fun. know what I, I think it's dying though I don't I don't think Illuminati is, is, is as big as it used to be as in like not the actual organisation no, but I feel, I feel, good, I feel like no no but I know no, but that's what I'm saying I, I think as a conspiracy theory it's not as big as it used to be and I feel like it's dying and I think it's gonna die with the next generations now no, yeah, it, could, no it, could, it, could, it could very easily be revitalized because the Illuminati wasn't here for June 2012. They were here for a minute. I don't think they're ever here. Like, it's just, it's still a con- like, to me, it's, it's still. I like, yeah, I, like, I, I think like, it was just like circumstantial things that just fell into place. Because there was like some famous people. I thought it was Kanye, Kanye, sorry. Yeah, but they had Beyonce Rock, they had rock Nation that just symbol, the, those like weird things just symbolize rocks or whatever. I mean, if they're really Illuminati, fine, but surely if you're part of a secret organization, you'd want to. I did. I think it's just good marketing, but very good. That marketing. too, and they were making what millions. Yeah. I do want. I should probably look into that kind of stuff. I like. I like Area Fifty One. I think that's amazing, but I, I understand. I understand Area Fifty One a bit differently. Like I think so. Uh, the big, the, the biggest example I bring forward is that internet was a thing way before it got released. Right? Like mm. They really have the internet way before it was released. Now that being said, what do they have now that hasn't been released yet that will be released in ten so, years? So Voltaire today. Mm. Shout out Voltaire He was saying He was talking about The fingerprints That we get on the phone mm. Like they've had that In 1995 So You know, know And he was, this is how He explained it as well And a, a lot of it explained Remember like When the Nokia ringtone So obviously the old Brick phone The 3310s Whatever But basically He was saying that They had the technology then But it took But they only Allowed it to Well not even allowed it I don't know I don't know what the process was But Mm. it only came into the phones Way later But they had The the, the technology from way back It came into the phones At the perfect time For them to make The most amount of profit 
Because you know, that's it, the thing. It might even be profit. Like to be honest, I feel like to be honest, like a lot of these phones or whatever they collect like biometric data, you know. Because that's that's yeah, that's yeah, that's, yeah, that's the next big yeah, thing is the bio. It's not just yeah. data; it's biometric data. It's like yeah, who like you are as a person, your fingerprints, yeah. your mm. all these different. Is that, yeah, but that that is similar to Apple's um Apple's methods of um selling. What they do is they have the technology; they can do it, but their whole thing is bring out the right time. And this whole thing of where Samsung have been doing it for a minute, they love that shit. They love the fact that Samsung have been doing it for a minute because Apple they have a certain fan base, right? I'm selling iPhone iPhones to Samsung's customers regularly. So iPhone, Apple have a certain fan base or whatever. What they do is they let Samsung do their thing. Let Samsung release a one face ID or fingerprint sensor or this, this, that, whatever. Let them do their thing. And then they try it out and they see what works, what doesn't work, what, how do the customers that come back with it, all that stuff. And then when they create demand, that's when Apple release it. Because now that Apple have it, it's going to be better because Apple have this kind of that design or, or the way their, their things look that. If you Appleify it, it looks even better than mm. if it was a Samsung for most of people's mm. opinion. But that's what I'm saying. It's not about released or released at a certain period of time. It's when can we release this to benefit us the most? Understand? How can we release this to a time that will maximize our benefit our, our profits? And that's what a lot of us do. A lot, a lot of these brands do. They just wait for the maximum profit and then they release it. I'm saying this is what I'm saying, that stuff like curing cancer, they will never release the cure to cancer unless they gain illness worse than that. Because once you cure cancer, NHS goes down fucking hell. How dare you? What I do? <laughs> Make that accusation <laughs> to our NHS. <laughs> By the way, I, I don't believe none of the conspiracy theories unless I see some evidence. Just to be clear, but that's what conspiracy. But, I know, but that's what they are yeah, until yeah, it's yeah. proven to be true. Yeah, so but, but what I'm saying, but what I'm, yeah, but to me, it's just like it's all assumptions, isn't it? It's yeah. Like, yeah. It's Some serious. of them are so good, though. Do you know? Do you know what my favorite conspiracy theory is? Yeah, that everything's gonna be alright. That's amazing. That's true. That's a sick conspiracy that's, that's theory. Truth, is it not? But is it is it not going to be all right for some people? Maybe not. Um, at right at the end, even even at the end, nah, you're dead be, and it's all nah, good. It's going to be all centered. It's going to be all centered. What do you mean? It's not going to be all right. It's not going to be all left. It's going to be all centered. So, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> no, yeah, no, no, fuck it. <laughs> round of applause for my. There's a round. This is one straight applause. Brilliant thinking. Mm. No, actually, I, you know, I think I'm I'm the smartest, dumbest guy ever. I'm the dumbest smart guy ever. Yeah. You're the dumbest dumb guy ever. <laughs> wow, that is so rude. You're bad at being dumb. You know, well, you know those people that say you're, you're the dumbest dumb guy ever, you know. So I'm dumb at being dumb, which in turn is two negatives equal a positive. Meaning I'm smart. There we go. I'm complimenting you. Exactly. How you, I listen. How dare you misinterpret my, my, my intentions? So moving forward, yeah. Yeah. Even I'm moving back. Let's make the rest of this episode about a theme. Let's choose a theme. Okay. What theme should we talk about? Well, you ask the question, so you bring it forward. I, I like told you I'm not the host Sam is the host I feel today. like it should just be Randomised So that we are forced To talk about something That's beyond our comfort zone Ooh. Why did you use the word forced? Because I thought <laughs> Got no, it there You know what yeah. I didn't even realise I used <laughs> Yeah But um, No but you know what I mean It's like when we talk about What's in our comfort zone We never talk about What's like something what's new What's outside of there Yeah so by Yeah let's talk about that Yeah Yeah what's outside of your comfort zone um, I never have anything up my ass Bro wait man <laughs> Let Sammy talk bro No for me it's like um, Just well, That's a good uh, joke No but uh, What would I say <laughs> Thank you for the validation I don't know like For me it's like heights And travelling and stuff like that Heights But I still try like, I try to deal with heights Every time You know what I mean Because yeah. I don't want to be like, like my fears And whatever bu- Bugs me Control me But it's just a case of I've never been but That's the thing Is yeah. that outside So you know what Let's, let's, let's clarify this now Because yeah. Personally, I don't believe in my mind, I don't believe that that's outside your comfort zone. I believe there's just something you don't want to experience. So like like is that thing you know is that thing of like you're not scared of heights, you're scared of falling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think certain things you're actually scared of and you have a valid reason to be scared of it. Yeah. It's not to say that it's outside your comfort zone. Who the fuck wants to fall with no parachute <laughs> or something anyways? Like that's yeah. scary. That shit's scary. Yeah. And I, and I think some people have a bit less of it. It's only scary if you're scared of death. I mean death is something you should be scared of. I think we should leave our Who hurt you. <laughs> no, 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 not like that. <laughs> no, no, let me understand. Bro, there's a f- listen. There's a pattern going on with him. It talks yeah. about like Hitler. It talks about like killing people, genocide. Yeah, I'm trying it to talks. Be t- it talks detail. about don't be scared of death. Something's going on. Like we need to watch him closely, bro. It's a conspiracy until I prove it right. Yeah, it's true. Um, I think the fear of the fear of death is very interesting for me as well because um, Batman, for example, Batman is not scared of death. He doesn't fear death at all. Yeah, and that's that's that would be his downfall. 
Because the fear of death is a subconscious thing we have that allows us to be more like stuff like adrenaline, stuff like um, like living off certain hours of sleep and like the need to live is something that our body takes care of. So let our body take care of our need to live, but then our conscious should be a fear, not scared of death. Mm-hmm. Our like fuck it, our like our fuck it mindset or stuff like that. That I think that should be a thing that we should always aim not to, f- not to allow be, not to allow to be scared of death. Our subconscious, yeah, because that maintains our living organs and stuff like that. Understand? The fear of death is um, is neglecting the fuck it. I disagree with that though. Yeah. Like, I'm, so by the way, I'm not saying so. When I disagree, you disagree like, as a fact, no, you, you know, you know what I mean by that. In, yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying your opinion is not valid. Just, yeah, just yeah. to be clear, I'm just saying my map of the world slightly different yeah, to what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, so how would you put it? So, so the way I put it, and it's not just being scared of death. I think just being scared in general is is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Meaning, everything's in certain ratio, right? Yeah. So, meaning, for for example, let's say if I'm super confident, I'm not scared of anything. I'm I'm very overconfident. I might get in it like in let's say like in some kind of street argument or whatever, and if I'm overconfident, I might not actually judge the situation correctly, and I might be a little bit overconfident in a delusional way where like I could end up getting stabbed. Yeah. Where if I had a little bit of fear or like I was a bit scared or I wasn't too confident, less confidence makes me value the situation a little bit better. So I might potentially I'm be avoid of being stabbed. So what I'm trying to say is that mm. actually sometimes being scared of death is a good thing because I might evaluate situations in a different way because I'm scared to lose my life. The word you said there was sometimes, and that's why I've, that's why I kind of lean on what you say. Everything is always circumstantial because the thing is, I think it shouldn't be a thing where we, we should always be scared of death, always be not scared of death. Is utilize it when, when, and where. And so, if I'm a confident person, it's not that I'm a confident person. Is I use confidence in the right time and the right place. Understand? So how come I do a thing where it's not it's just using the right mixture at the yeah. right time? Opposed think, to using the same mixture all the time. But I think sometimes that being nervous or being scared actually means that we care about a situation. Yeah. Like if it's your first time giving a presentation to a big audience or if it's your first job interview or stuff like that, it's not that you're scared like you're you know, you're gonna you're gonna get killed. It's more of a yo, I I don't know what the outcome's gonna be because it's a unique situation and the fact that you care. Like you've never cared about that something before. But isn't isn't fear learnt behaviour? Majority of fear is learnt behaviour, right? Not really. That's one of your favourite phrases, by the way. Learnt behaviour. I yeah. got from Spex Gonzalez. How about Spex Gonzalez? Yeah, love, I think love, I think fear is one of the biggest because babies are close to fear. I think babies, I think the whole life is learnt behaviour. Yes, ba- 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 it's like yes, and it just carry <laughs> on. <Babies> yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Babies are only scared of like, like dropping, and kind of. Like the the the, the, raw, the raw raw basics, the lack of food, the lack of the, the, the animalistic instinct. That's everything babies are scared of, and then from there everything is learned, including mm. fear. So the whole thing of doing a presentation for the first time, everything of fear you're scared of from my map of the world is learned behavior, because you learn to be scared of that kind of stuff. That kind of leads to. I don't think you got to finish your point, by the way. That yeah. kind of leads to the um, the thing we we're talking about not long ago, which is things being outside of your comfort zone. Yeah. Mm. And presentation can be outside someone's comfort zone. Yeah, that's, and that's how it expands. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But then let's talk about someone a bit more familiar with all of us. Like, let's say, for example, your first bout in a boxing match, right? You've been sparring, you're ready for it. You know that obviously your opponent's going to come for you for real. You're prepared, but still, you, you might be the most prepared guy in the world, but you still might have a hint of fear, not because you're scared of him, but because your first match. Do you know what mm. I mean? No one's taught you that because you've never had a bout before, but it's the fact that there's pressure there. Plus, so there's the self doubt. There's a little doubt, yeah, but it's not. It's not like you're, you've been taught fear. It's just a case of, um, you know, you know, your friends and family are watching. You don't really want to lose your first bout. Kind of that kind of mentality. I don't know if that makes sense. So yeah, it's, no, it's, 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 it makes perfect sense. It's basically what you said you're not scared of the thing. You're scared of the outcome that potentially might become. Mm. It's understanding what you're scared of. What that when, I think the first thing to, to unlock or to to stabilize this fear is to understand what exactly you're scared of. Can we be scared of greatness? Yeah, it, no, but the greatest isn't what we're scared of. It's what will lead as a result of the greatness that we will be scared of. Sometimes actually, greatness can create bad things. Actually, Elvis was great. <laughs> boy, what are you scared of Elvis? No, Elvis was great, and boy, look at his lifestyle. So yeah, you can't be scared of greatness because, like, fear, like I have, I have a fear of being, like, I, I guess sometimes I can't. I, this is this wouldn't be me, but one can say I have a fear to being rich and famous because I know that once I become rich and famous, I'll be very, I'll be a wanker. How you how you call me. I'm saying I'll be like a dickhead. I'll be a this is that. But you're not scared of being rich and famous. You call me one called Sam, don't you? You you're not scared of being rich and famous. You're scared of the person you might become. So now it's like, how could we? Well, how much of that outcome can we control? You need to stop doing that. What? You need to stop doing that. Doing what? How much of the outcome can we control? Is if it's, it's, it's a thing where, oh, uh, I lose my first bout 
and my fear is everyone's gonna kind of look down on me on that shit. I can't control that shit, so why, why should I give a shit? But yes. if it's a thing where uh, I'm scared of being rich and famous, and the reason why I'm scared of being rich and famous because it's gonna enhance my bullshit antics, that's the shit that we can control. Mm. So the fear isn't, isn't I don't think the fear is even being great or rich and famous or even the out the, the antics that I will become as a result of it. Maybe it's the fear is I can't control myself. I'm scared of my lack of ability to control myself. But there's a third option. That's a good. That's a good. Good, mm. uh, good take. But there's a third thing where it's like, let's go back to the boxing. Or you know, when when something's too great, or what you were saying just now. Sometimes it's not that you're scared of it per se. It's more of a. There's so many options that you start overthinking it. It's not that you're scared. It's just that your brain's overstimulated. There's too many options, and you can't even process it in time. Mm. You know, and I think that's what leads to a lot of anxiety attacks during, like, let's say. Um, big performances and stuff like that for some, when someone does their first presentation or whatever just because obviously it's just they know no one's going to hurt them but it's just a case of they just start thinking too much for no mm. reason do you know do you know what's interesting about what you said so I've learned something life changing the other day and and the thing has to do with anxiety so recently so I've got this so I've, I've, been, I've been struggling to sleep like like I'll go sleep late yeah and this is like a recent thing yeah. uh, so let, let me just explain it yeah so I have this this happens to me like maybe like once a year like I'd have it for like a month or two and then it goes away and and also there's this element of like work sometimes so i'm going to connect it to you in a second anyways but part of the anxiety to go to sleep is me thinking about i'm going to get lack of sleep so it's me thinking <laughs> yeah. about the fact i'm not going to sleep enough or like how much sleep do i need so i'm actually thinking about the thing that i need to be doing right mm. instead of doing it i'm thinking about it and then i realized with work i had the same pattern well i still have the same pattern sometimes and this is what i'm changing now because there's something i realized which is about i'm thinking about how much work i've got to do I've got to do this thing, that thing, that thing. And I'm thinking about how I'm going to do it and what I've got to do instead of doing it sometimes. Yeah. It, can, it reminds me of And that's thing. what anxiety is. I think anxiety is thinking about the thing rather than doing it. 100%. That reminds me of this thing from um, Kung Fu Panda, I think Master Ugwe. I'm going to paraphrase it, but essentially what he's trying to say is we end up walking the path. Um, we, the path we take to avoid a thing ends up being the path that, the path that we're meant to be taking anyway. Like in my attempt to avoid a thing, I'm actually going towards the thing that I'm trying to avoid. Because that, that is that is part yeah. of the, I'm saying so. Like you, you like thinking about the lack of sleep is that is basically the example because you're thinking about this thing that's creating this thing that you just inevitable. Mm. So again, I would always say where what point can I jump in and control it? So that's the thing. So I, this is what I started doing now, and this is it's beautiful. This is happening live. Like I'm literally telling about my life, and this is mm. this is like a two two one two day thing like realization. Mm. So I've got a trigger thing now. So whenever I catch myself, and I'm very, I'm, I'm very self-aware, so whenever I catch myself thinking about the sleep or the work, I just, I've got like a trigger thing where I like start thinking about something else, like straight away. Mm. Like the moment I catch myself, straight away I start thinking about something else. Like you you force you know it what? or it just happens? Like I just, basically the first step is self-awareness. Mm -hmm. So being aware that I'm thinking about it. Yeah. And the moment I'm aware, then I force it as a, like, I just go start thinking about something else. Something like, maybe like something that's meaningful to me or something else that doesn't cause... Like maybe anxiety or anything like that, and you know what? And I'm like, actually, that's a beautiful technique, and it gets me, it gets me grounded. Oh, yeah, it actually works. Self awareness is a very, very powerful thing, man. I think what we're capable of as humans is far, far, far more limited than what we actually do. It's far more than what we actually do, and I think the first step to actually understanding our, our, our human capabilities is self awareness, being aware of yourself and what who you are and how you are. And what, then once you get that, you can kind of utilize your resources within yourself to do big and better. So even me, like I've, I've been having a sleep thing recently. I've been working on six hours sleep every single day intentionally. And it's really interesting because when I, like I obviously did some research and I had a conversation with my dad about the whole biology behind it. He explained it in a way that's really, very, really fascinating. But before anything, before all the biology stuff, before all the, the, the benefits I can gain from it, the first question I have to ask myself is, am I mentally prepared to do this kind of stuff? Can I wake up at 6 a.m. tired as hell and say, you know what? Get up. Simple as that. And I can. And I have been doing it for the past week and I'm very, very happy with myself for doing it. But it is all just what, what am I doing and what am I capable of as a human? Because to me, Ronaldo doing what he does, he is still a human. Therefore, if we have the same physical, not necessarily physical features, but we have the same, we are the same species, he has proven that doing what he does is, is humanly capable. Um, humanly possible by a human 100% but there is the element of like how long can you do something for yeah so that, that I, I, I agree with you I feel like as human beings we're capable of so many different things but also I think certain things are not sustainable it's so sustainable. you might be able to run on two hours sleep for the next like week or two 
mm. maybe even three weeks. But after that, you're going to crash. And you're going to crash yeah. so much that, yeah. you, you know, your body's going to have to catch up. So I think that's where biology comes in. I think biology helps a lot to understand why. So the biology behind me doing six hours of sleep is basically training mm. your body to understand that this six hours of sleep is always going to get. So you have to utilize it to the best of your ability. So the first two weeks is a 15-day transition period, right? So the first two weeks, is which is, what's, what I find really interesting is I've been doing five, 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 5.30 to 6 hours sleep. And yesterday I did six and a half hours and I was waking up very, very tired compared to the previous days. So it is about how much can you do, how much can your body hold. But then when you understand the biology behind that and why you respond or react to certain ways, you can then mold it because that is another resource. Your body is a resource. And if you understand the 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 the, the, the the shit you have within you yeah. and understand as a resource you can then utilize it to the best mm. of your ability so this whole six hours sleep thing I understand the biology not but how do you how do you know how do you know there's not version A of Aladdin and version mm. B of Aladdin where like maybe the version A sleeps for six hours mm. for the whole year and then version B sleeps for eight hours how do you know that the one that sleeps for eight hours is not more effective in the long run than the one I don't that, know that's why something I don't think about because yeah. again I can say yeah Version B already existed. I've been doing that for the past several years. I've been prioritizing sleep for so much for the past two years. And I've been realizing that work has been less kind of fun to do. Because what I do is I would always get eight hours sleep. But the thing is, is like, I don't care when I sleep. It's just as long as I get eight hours. So I can do late night working sessions. I hate working in the morning. But now I'll try this new thing. But the difference is if I care about another version of myself, I, I neglect the current version of myself. And that's the last thing I want to do. So I was trying my best to see what I could do with what I have. It's all, it's all about what, what kind of cake can you make with the, with the ingredients you have. Mm. Try to make chocolate. Fuck I, the strawberry thing. I think I might have an answer to your question, though, about the six hours and eight hours with the, you know, Latin A, Latin mm. B, C, and D, basically. Basically, I think it's about effectiveness. So let's say, um, let's say even if, let's say if, in theory, let's say if, even if you got like four hours of sleep, if you could function with the four hours of sleep and do everything like, Good and without getting tired and exhausted and draining himself out, then fuck, then fuck it, it's worked. But if he does four, four hours of sleep and burns out halfway throughout the day, is having problems remembering stuff, is getting drowsy, then that's not effective at all. And there's no no point of doing that. But same thing for, goes for six hours and eight hours. So if if he's getting drowsy and tired, you know, with eight hours of sleep, it might be that he still needs more sleep. It might be something to do with nutrition, or you know, his, you know, whatever. He might not be getting enough sun. Or it might be. It might, it might even be something completely different. It might just be about being more sociable or he might be getting depressed by staying, focusing on work too much, whatever, but we need balance, right? So I think the only way to know if, you know, version A, B, C or whichever is good is by just judging it, by seeing how, how effective is our day? Can we make it work? Do we get tired? Do we enjoy this? It might even be that you do it five days, Monday to Friday, and on Saturday, Sunday, you just have long sleeps. So I have, I have the most luxurious way of understanding how much sleep each person needs because I do believe everyone's different. And uh, the reason I say it's luxurious because not many people can afford to do so. Like no one's going to take a week off work and say, oh, let me try this method. Unless someone's not working or not doing anything in life. So the best way to measure that is for the whole week or maybe even six days, you turn off all your alarms. Yeah. You go sleep at specific time. Let's say you go sleep at like 11 p.m. every single day. And what you do, instead of having an alarm to wake you up, you naturally wake up. Mm. And you then measure how many hours you slept for. You did it on the first day, the second day, the third day, the fourth day. It'll probably be around the same kind of amount, depending on what you did throughout the day. So it's probably best to kind of like maybe imitate your daily routine, daily life, whatever. And then you're gonna know, or you can even average it up to know how many hours roughly you need. I don't think that is. I think I think that's that's. Uh, I'm not too on your side with that one, because what I'm doing is I'm training my body to understand that all oh, you're getting is six hours. So the, what, the, what the process I'm doing, and, and that might work, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying, I'm not completely denying it, and it might work for some people. What I'm trying to do is something completely different. I'm trying to tell my body and train him, to, him or her, it might be her, train, train my body to understand that what I have is six hours, that's all I'm giving you. So do something with it. I think the body has something really, really beautiful, and it's, it's an element of survivability and understanding the value of survivability. So if I tell him, you only got six hours, bro, you're gonna, he's going to say, cool, then I'm going to use the six hours to the most I can. A lot of us, when we go sleep, we don't actually sleep. I like, I like how you refer to your body as him. I said her. It could be a her. I, I, I tell him. No, it could be a it, you know? It could be a Zoe. It could be a Zay as well. It could be a dog. It could be a day. It could be a day. No, it could be a Zay. I swear Zay is a pronoun. Is Zay not a pronoun? It's not a thing. Zay. Zay, yeah. I swear I've heard that. I've heard that as well. Is that a new thing? I don't hear it being used often, but I've heard it, yeah. Yeah, that's funny. Let me see if it's a thing. Yeah. But no, essentially what I'm doing is I'm training my body to understand that we get six hours. So what it does is. Because the problem is with a lot of our sleeping patterns yeah. is we don't actually sleep. So is it just about getting that discipline so it kind of like 
learn yeah, to so, so, and so in no it's more so like when you sleep when i'm asleep during the six hours i am asleep mm-hmm. not be sleep not see sleep i am asleep you know what i'm saying i'm like completely out my body's not shut down but completely bring down the energy all the way down because while like i said while a lot of us do is when we go to sleep our, our body is still active so wait so let's say if you get the bare minimum sleep and you end up sleeping maybe two hours yeah that's even that's a problem but yeah would you just kind of like Let's say, like let's say you got work the next day or whatever. Mm. Do you just carry on or do you get your six hours or what do you do? The priority would always be to get six hours. The idea is to, be, is to get five to five five to six hours yeah. as, much, as close as possible. We don't. Oh. I've been yeah. So it's to get five to six hours as much as possible, right? That's the priority. And the idea of that one is to is is, is pattern, right? It's prioritizing on pattern. Yeah. So my thing has been to come this. I wake up at six o'clock every single day. Yeah. And the reason why I do that is because I want to go sleep as soon as I get home in the evening, so I can wake up in the morning early and do as much work as I can before I go to work or before I go to wherever I go. Mm-hmm. But essentially, what I'm trying to do is make sure that the six hours I get, my body's actually asleep during those six hours. Yeah. If you give yourself, if you give your body it's eight, eight hours sleep every day, it starts to become a lot more relaxed and start not fully resting during those sleep hours. So the six hour thing is saying during the six hours, because there is again, there's a lot of biology stuff that goes behind it that fully, fully helps us understand why we do what we do. Um, but during my six hours, whenever I go sleep for six hours, my body is off. My body is not working. It's not. It's not doing overtime. It's not. It's completely bare minimum working just so I can survive, and that allows me to actually fall asleep properly. Like I've been going to sleep, and I go to sleep five minutes, I'm out. When yeah. I wake up, I'm good. But the question is, how long can you maintain that? Before well, and, as far as I'm away, if it's for my guy, that's why I like you, man. Sorry. But well, I, well, I think he has one spot this whole time. No, he <laughs> don't like you. Yeah, <laughs> come on, no one saw that shit. But um. In terms of maintenance, as far as I'm, as I'm aware, is a 15 day transition period. Yeah. So, I'll let you know after 15 days. I'm saying I've I've, I've I've felt the difference that the changes very very early. Yeah. But I've also felt some some slight inconsistencies. But I think the transition period is where all the inconsistencies happen. Come come after the 15 day 15 days. I think I, I think it will take 60 to 90 days personally. 60. From my experience, and this is what they say. So basically, this is what the internet says and the experts say. Mm. Which I actually agree with Because I've experienced it myself mm. So it takes about 60 to 90 days To build a habit And usually it will take you 60 to 90 days To adapt to it as we. well Huh? We. And what kind of habits Are we yeah. talking about? Um, Habits of training Happens of waking up Any kind of habits Like literally any habit It takes it takes around That period of time It can be different For each person Is there a difference, there a difference Between developing a habit And training your body? So because you can do something For 15 days It does not mean it's a habit yet No no no, no. That's, that's, that's fine I'm saying Is there a difference Between Between it's the, the same thing. thing. Have, you think yeah, you, same? Your body is adapting to a, to a new habit. That's what so it is. So a new consistency. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what it is. Wording, same shit. But by the way, just just to because um, I, I wanted to touch on this as well. Yeah, well, not touch on it, but I just wanted to let you know. So they them is a set of gender neutral pro, uh, neo pronouns. That's what they are. Neo pronouns. They can be used by anyone regardless of the gender, identity, or expression. They are created by removing the th from they them set and replacing them with a z. So it can be Zay. Zay went to the store. I met them today. Zay walked the dog. <laughs> I, can't even, I can't even read this. Zay walked the dog today. <laughs> Zay, 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 yeah. Zay walked the dog. Sounds German, bro. Yeah, you can't you know. it. Is that you? <laughs> <laughs> if I need a phone, my friend will let me borrow Zay's. Oh, that's a hard one. Zay had to drive themselves to school. He's so. German. You're speaking German, bro. <laughs> bro it's, it's all mad out here. You, know, you know what? what? Yeah, but shout out to LGBTQ plus. I'm joking. That's a good fellow, bro. But shout out to anyways. Like, I don't, shout out I'm, to the I'm not, um, the yeah. you, man. Before I get cancelled and people say I'm transphobic and all of that. No, no, no. no. Are you transphobic? Yes or no? No. No, that's enough. I don't care. Listen. That's enough. Let me just clarify something, yeah. From, any, from, from now on, if I say anything about any community or anything like that, uh, don't cancel me. Please. No, cancel him. Yeah, cancel. Because I don't have any bad intentions. I'll be, I'll be real. I don't have any bad intentions. However, I'm, I am a little bit still ignorant to that world. But at the same time, I believe that every single person is a human. Everyone's got the right to live life how they want to, and if that's what makes people happy, they want to be different, they want to do this, and they identify with something else. Please go ahead. However, don't do me. However, 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 the world is getting a bit ridiculous now because there's so many different things that's changing. And my question is like, at what point is it going to stop? Like, what if people are going to start identifying themselves as, dif- as different races? Like, what if I'm I white and I go... Ha- that's happening. I know, but that's what, well. that's, ha- that's what I'm saying. So yeah. it's like, how far is it going to go? And it's like, you know how someone can become transgender? Yeah. Which, by the way, I'm not against people becoming... If that's what they want to do, they want to do that. But then where someone becomes trans race, they transition into a different race. 
They, we're getting a lot of kind of like the, but those it's problems. starting to happen. Well. It's, it's kind of been happening. There's some yeah. people have like kind of like changed the skin tone and all of that stuff. I think but we, we, get, we get stuff like this in sports, man. Like, you, I don't even trans race for transgender. It's like, what if, uh, if Kobe or, or, or LeBron James decided to send to a woman and now he has to play in the, or she has now to play in the women's NBA and becomes one of the best. Why do they feel like that? By the way, by the way, you know what? No, it's good because you know what it is. Twitter, as Twitter's yeah. banned, um, Twitter banned. Who is it again? Jordan oh, Peterson. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for like, yeah, that that, that one's. Mad. I'm not even gonna did get. Do you know why he did? Did you, did you figure out why he did it? Because why they did it? Because yeah, know. I'll share it. I'll share you after. I don't want to jump. It's a long story. It's actually long to explain it. So mm. I'm not gonna get into this now. But but yeah, it's it's all it's all it's all interesting. Like yeah, but the, so, so the trans race thing. I mean, I think what 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 we have a problem with is the fact that we're doing too much all at once. Because change has never been a never been a thing that we don't do. We always do change. Change is natural. Like there's always going to be that old guy who looks at the new, the young generation. I think, oh, these kids doing this, 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 that. That's going to be happening. That's happened for generations, generations. Hundred percent. And then the generation is going to see something new. Understand? And it's always going to be that again and again and again. The only thing is, what we have right now, and this is only from my experience, I could be completely wrong. There's too many changes all at once. I think the whole day them thing, and then the whole transgender thing, and then the whole maybe even trans race thing. I think that would be more accepted if they were if they were done slowly, slowly. There's like a little ten year gap between two now, but all of it's all here. Like but do you know? Do you know what pisses me off the most though? Yeah, like I'm not against like people having different pronouns, all of that stuff. But when you get the pronouns wrong, yeah, number one, not even getting it wrong. You're just we're just speaking from what we know already. It's not like we learn all the pronouns and all of that stuff. But when someone gets it wrong and the person gets pissed off, saying, yeah. what, what "No, person, it's they no, or them." Person, no, what person? Because I've met they. Bro, them people. it happens, you know, bro. They and Z. <laughs> Cancel him. Yeah. Cancel. That's no, it. But I've met you. You've met them as well. I, I've met a few. Yeah. yeah I met them too. And, and those. You met them too. You met them too. I met them. And, and and those and them that I've met, we gotta fucking get cancelled. Bro. No, I think those who I met. Ah, oh, fuck it, man. Those who I met, they in, as individuals were very, very cool and, and lovely and amazing people. Mm. So when you say, oh, they might get offended or not, my thing is, is it individual? Because really, truly, they're not getting offended because they are this, this, that. They get offended because that's who they fucking are. They are someone who gets offended easily. They get offended by that the same way they get offended by saying it's super simple as missing, 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 missing. Miss, uh, pronouncing their name or something. But like it's that. like Karen's. Not every woman, who, yeah, not every woman with a bob cut is a bad person. <laughs> it's just certain stereotypical people that just okay, put so, a bad name so, out. Yeah, oh, but so there's a lot of them that are like that, though. Yeah, no, a lot. But there's know. a lot of humans. That, that's a stereotype. Yeah, and yeah. that's a stereotype. I think there's there's a difference between that these people do this thing or there's a stereotype of this thing because eventually, once upon a time, listen, once upon a time, all Chinese people had fucking small dicks. Not all of them, but majority of them. And that became a stereotype. Did you check? <laughs> yeah, how do you, how do you know? Research, okay. How no, do you know? Why? Oh, I like, heard you spent like 10 years in China though. Who said that? <laughs> I'm 22. When did I spend these 10 years in China? I'm only, t- huh? I'm only 22. When did I spend Wait, these 10 Wait, you didn't get it? Huh? You didn't get it. It didn't. It just went, went over his head. What did you say before, before that? Chinese people have small dicks. Yeah, and I heard you spent 10 years in China. Oh, my thing is small as well. Oh my god! What? That's not. Is that right? uh, anyways, that miss it. Well, at least audience is gonna get it. Less regarding, again. less regarding, regardless. Um, regardless means just regarding. Okay, cool. Regardless, go, 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 go. regardless is rude, by the way. You're very bro. Actually, regardless, if someone goes out, but regardless, that's actually they're, they're telling you to shut up. Yeah, because your your point is so useless. I'm thinking. Yeah. I'm listening. Putting less regard to your point. Like there's less regard to your point. That's what hey, it don't means. Don't let me get zero. No, 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 no. <laughs> honestly, honestly, no, no, not deeper. Let, let's break this down for the audience quickly. Yeah. The word regard less, it means regard less. That means I'm having less regards to what you just said. Yeah. Yeah. So if you said something and I go, but regardless, when that thing happens, so that what I'm saying is like, I'm, reg- I'm disregarding your point. But what does that word mean to you? What does it mean to me? Because that might be the almost the definition. Then you would again. It means the same shit. I fucking guess. No. But that, that, that is, that, that, when, we, when you did figure it out and I was there when you did it, that was kind of interesting. What's the new one? What's the new one we've got? The learning. Yeah. Um, learn, learning is less a uh, lesson earned or yeah. lesson earned. Yeah, learnt lesson yeah, earned. Uh, lesson earned. Yeah, learning lessons earning. Yeah, it was it was a lot more excited when you figured it out than what you are right now. You're like, oh shit, I got a new one. And now you said, it's like, remember oh, Tafari? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I feel like you man have been learning from Tafari or something. It's what? the stuff he w- he would be teaching you. But guys. the whole like the words and the combinations. Yeah, that's that's not Tafari. You think? But yeah, the way we know Tafari, he's got a long way to go still. What do you mean? Nothing, man. Just stand. Nothing. What can I say? Tag him. <laughs> but yeah, man. Anyway, gone back to your point. 
Uh, what was the point about? Yeah, it's obviously not everyone. Of course, not everyone's same. But the whole stereotype thing. Stereotypes are based on certain truths, right? Women are bad drivers. Asian people are smart. Uh, black people are scared. They can't swim. These are all based on certain consistencies that people have noticed, right? The thing is, what I find also interesting is the fact that people take offense to stereotypes when some of them are actually kind of nice. That being said, stereotypes are based on certain truths. We can't deny that. There are certain truths that I want to play a video for you, like, for stereotypes. I don't know, go on, carry on, carry Can on. Can you tell me on. one Arab stereotype that's not true? Rich. Oh, that's not true? Yeah, rich. I'm broke as hell. Explain that shit to me. You have shoes on your feet? Shoes. You have shoes on your feet? Bro, you know you're, you're blessed. You're you're gonna play, Leo, you're going to play this video, we can't hear it. No, oh yeah. Play out loud, just play on the mic, it's fine. Ah, uh, one second. Yeah, yeah, carry on, carry on though. Yeah, oh, so, so, so obviously, so again, the point I'm trying to make is stereotypes are based on certain truths, right? Yeah. So the whole that we are trying to say, don't get me wrong, it's not, it's not untrue. There yeah. are a lot of day people that are like, oh, how dare you get my pronouns wrong, all that shit. That's not true, untrue. But from my personal experience, I've been exposed and I've been lucky enough to expo- be exposed to those who are not like that. And as a result, my opinion on them has become less, kind of less, ah, less, less fuck you kind of thing. Whereas mm. Leo, for example, you had a different experience. That experience is based on your exposure. What have you been exposed to? All you know is what you know until someone presents something new to you, right? So if you wasn't then exposed to the people that I met, and you were speaking to them, you had a conversation with them, different experience, right? Different mm-hmm. experience. So, but, but the fact of the matter is the stereotype is true or has certain truths to it. It's just we can't blow it out of proportion. That's what a stereotype is. It's blowing a, 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 a consistency out of proportion. Yeah. At least that's what I believe. I, I love this shit. Anyway, this is the video. Okay, you people get on my fucking nerves. You know what? I'm in a... Look how beautiful it is. This is a national forest. means it's open to the public. I got a camera... Taking pictures. Three people pull up. Oh, hey, is everything okay? What are you doing there, buddy? Fuck you. That's what I'm doing. You know what? But a guy can walk into a goddamn school or a grocery store with an AR-15 and y'all don't see shit. Let a black dude get a camera just hanging around someplace taking pictures of birds and then you're like, oh, that's fucking suspicious. <laughs> I wish y'all would learn what the fuck suspicious is. Get the fuck out of my face. Okay. Yeah, that's definitely America. Yeah, yeah. Man. But yeah. listen, but that's you know what? I, I listen. I obviously number one, he's pissed off in it. But I feel, I feel his anger, bro. Like obviously, he's just he, a he, black he, guy he, with a camera being judged because that's not a regular thing a black person would do, according to him. Yeah. Anyway, who stopped him? Know. Like black people or white people? Or what? I, mean, I don't know, but people. I'm guessing it's white people, probably. Yeah, I don't think black people. But would he, what is he upset about? Because now I want to analyze it. He's upset about the consistency of a certain pattern, right? The fact that every time he does something is different to how other people react to it. But then again, it's like... I think he's just he's just frustrated with the judgment. It's like the guy just trying to take pictures in peace. And because it's, it's so out of the ordinary, like... Do we have a... Okay, I have, I have, I have an interesting... I want to understand something from your perspective. Given the opportunity to be approached... Opportunity. To be approached by a racist person that would then racially abuse you, right? Given that situation, do we now have a responsibility to teach? The same way when you was having a conversation with that person that spoke to you on the phone about oh, someone basically called on a sales pitch or whatever, completely random, and you end up having a really powerful conversation with them about how you can change your life and stuff like that and make, make yourself a better version of yourself. Do we have a responsibility to teach or even plant the seed into that racist person? If someone approached um, my man saying, oh, what's going on? What are you doing right there with the camera and shit? said, take some pictures of these birds. You want to come see and you come and see so, it. So you know what? The answer is this guy, if you're talking about this video in particular mm-hmm. as well, he actually indirectly did teach people. Maybe not yeah, the no, particular yeah, yeah, people yeah. that pulled up on him, yeah, but yeah, by yeah. making that video, I think that, w- that was his response, mm-hmm. responsibility. That's how he responded, you know, like he said, let me make a video. And actually there's people watching it. I go, you know what? Actually, maybe next time I'm going to see a black guy with a camera, I'm not going to say nothing. Yeah. Because it's, it's, you know, just taking pictures. So yeah, so that was a good way of responding. I mean, maybe his, his, his approach was a bit iffy, and to be fair, that fucking mimic was very funny. See, I kind of disagree, though. Like, I feel like when it comes to social media, a lot of it is herd mentality. So if people are against it, everyone will just flat out be against it. No one's going to have the balls yeah. to just say, nah, yeah. nah, nah, he, he was definitely in the wrong or whatever. And if it goes, you know, to people first that are against it and think, oh, this black dude's being weird, they are, you know, they're going to first be like, nah, he's been, you know, this dude's wilding for no reason. Do you know what I mean? Um, so I think I, th- I think yeah I think you know yeah. what I think to some extent You've got a point I think people yeah. are always Going to respond in different ways But But you know what Fuck it But I feel like sometimes It's just better to Go head on You know 
Oh, I don't know. just don't give the consent. I mean, I've been on that a lot recently, but the whole consent thing. Yeah, I mean, because the way I see it, the way I see it is with, when it comes to like emotion and stuff yeah. like that, everything. So, my kind of perspective of things, I think Leo disagrees with it, and so did Alex when I said it. Everything that is, everything that is me belongs to me, and I own it, right? Some people believe in God and what they say, don't rub it, by the way. If you rub it, then you have to leave it and kind of let it dry by itself. It makes it last longer. Um, when it comes to anything that I own, it belongs to me until I give it away or give someone the consent to take, to take it, right? So emotion belongs to me, my response belongs to me, everything about me, my power belongs to me. So by the time someone has power or influence or what the hell is he doing? Just carry on, man. Majestic essences, if you want to tag them. By the time someone... Um, like allows me, uh, gives me, like I say, they have made me feel this way, or they have made, they have power over me, or whatever. I've now given the consent to the person saying, you know what, here is my power, you can use it and do whatever the hell you want with it. Here is my emotion, you can use it and do whatever the hell you want with it. Those who believe in God will say, or can argue, oh, that's a gift given by God. How dare you give your gift to someone else? Yeah, everyone's gonna describe it. They do, basically. And I don't know if that's what you're saying as well. I think that's another extra point you're making on the side. Yeah. Which is, everyone does the same shit, they just describe it differently. Yeah, essentially, yeah. It's just, well, no, it'll, be, the, it'll be explained through yeah. like means of religion. But the, but the point I'm trying to make is, is for you to allow, or to, to, for you to allow something or someone else to give you an emotion or whatever, you're giving them consent, you're giving them the ability to do that. Understand? So, when it comes to being approached by someone racist or by someone stupid, by the time I let them say, you know what, you know what, this person, I'm allowing this person to make me feel like a dickhead. I've given them the, con- the consent. I've given them my own property to do whatever. It's like basically giving, your, giving someone your house to, for a party. I basically give it to them, say, do what you want. I basically, that's what I said. And it's just noticing when you're doing that and then stopping and then taking back responsibility and taking back the power of yourself and saying, you know what, you done, we done, say nine. I still can control myself. The power is the biggest one I've been learning recently. Mm. People like to give away power. Oh, you know what? I want to I wanna jump into power as well a little bit. But before I do so, yes. before I do so, yeah. Before you do so. I'm giving you the consent that you don't even need. You don't even need that consent anyways. Mm. But I'm giving the consent to ask Sammy the most powerful question I'm going to ask him right now. Oh, don't you want to touch on power? F- oh, wait. You want to touch on power first? Um, before so you do that. Point Huh? Seven point eight is that a question you're gonna ask? No. Oh, uh, before you do that, I wanna I wanna say something to you. So you something. know about what you said about um, trust. Huh? Save trust. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, you know what uh, what you were saying about um, how I need to give consent. Yeah, I was yeah. trying to save my chest. My body. Yeah. Right? Um, what I was gonna yeah. say because of my chest talking. Sorry. So, sorry. so firstly, according to someone's mum, yeah. I brought you into the world. I can take you back out. That's funny. And second thing is. Basically, you know when it comes to consent, like and like helping people and you know like checking people, basically. Sometimes, obviously, when you educate people, it makes the world a bit of a better place. But obviously, mentally, you can't educate everyone. That's mm. a lose, losing battle. Mm. So I feel like sometimes, as an act of charity, it's worth investing occasionally to educate people. That but I don't. The, I, the key I, word I, is occasional. So no, the problem. The problem is the thing isn't educating people. It's just planting the seed. Yeah. I, listen. But it doesn't you. mean it doesn't mean I change your mindset. It doesn't mean no, I change yeah, yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. I just have a conversation with you, and I don't go head head on because yeah, so you give an opportunity to understand a different perspective. Yeah. And and so, but the thing is, if I want to teach you something, and you don't want to learn. You would never learn that shit. You'd be surprised. I've taught so many people. But sometimes, it's, if sometimes, it's, and I think the the most powerful way of teaching someone something is through asking the question. Yeah. Because there's nothing more powerful than someone realizing it themselves through a question. They said that. They said that. That's a big tip during sales. When you want to sell something, you have to ask all the questions. Let them answer. So they can understand themselves. Which is, it makes sense. But this is another thing, right? Let's say if I want to change the way you think, mm. I can't do that until I understand the way you think. So yeah. sometimes I still don't think you can do that at all. Anyways, I believe you, I believe you can, but it just takes a lot of energy. That's positive. I don't think yeah. so. That's positive manipulation. I, 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 I think I think the only way you could do that is yeah. if he gives you his consent. So the only difference is some people are very good at giving the consent away to everyone. Yeah. Some people give the consent to particular people. Yeah. Meaning that people that give the consent to everyone, anyone can go and change them. See, because yeah. they'll give you the consent. Mm. Some people, you will never change them because they might be very particular who, who they give the consent to. What? For some people, there might be a um, an invisible contract. Yeah. Yeah. So meaning that some person might say, my contract is based on a relationship. If I have an amazing relationship with you, that's the only time I'm going to give you my consent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes there might be something else. There might be, you know what? If you are giving me money, I'll, you'll be the person that's, that I'm going to yeah. give the consent. That happens with kids and parents a lot. Yeah. 
Yeah. But what I find in these situations when it's adults, seven, I'll say seven out of ten times, it's a case of if I hear your opinion, so you feel heard. If I just go at you guns blazing about what I want you to learn, mm. you're going to disregard it because it's totally against what you believe in. But if I actually yeah, hear you and don't go for head, you know, head, head, you know, face, just go running at you with a sales pitch, usually at the end of it, you feel that comfort of, okay, he's heard me. Because you, 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 you can't give. And then at the end of the day, it's a case of even if you don't agree with me, there's that respect of we heard each other out. You can't give 50 patients. You can't go into a hospital right now and start giving 50 patients paracetamol saying they're all going to heal the same way because it will happen. Actually, you could. Not, not, not <laughs> if they all... If you can't give, you can't give a cancer... <laughs> yes, yeah, you could. You can't give a cancer patient and a flipping headache patient to paracetamol say you're going to feel the same. The only way you can... You can the, only, the best way you can do what you're doing is by tailoring the, the lesson to the individual. How are you going to say that with chest when they used to give us leeches? Yeah, they, back in the day, medically speaking, they used to give us leeches. You know, to me, you know, ketchup used to be a, a medicine back in the day as well. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I mean, we need to fact check this. No, 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 check no. Before we start spreading false inf- inf- information, yeah. I'm, I'm we're not giving you personal life advice. We're just saying things, and you just do. Yeah, if Aladdin was behind the behind the the panel and that, he would have Google that. But anyway, you got your phone, and you can. You can Google this. You got Google. But you know what I was gonna say? You know what I was gonna say? It's a powerful question, by the way. I feel like I forgot. It's a powerful question. Huh? You said there was a powerful question. No, I said you're going to ask. What's the powerful question? I said, what's the powerful question that you want to ask Sammy? What is a powerful question? Yeah. Don't say third, it's an A. What do you want to ask Sammy? You don't remind me of that couple that goes to me, do you? Yeah, Brothers. They died, you know? Huh? I think they died. Oh, but don't get me sad. Do you know about Chuckle Brothers? No, but I'm fascinated with people that go, you know, they probably died. No, no, they have. I've seen some stuff about them. No, but why is that relevant? Now I understand why it's so morbid. Yeah, morbid? Yeah. What does that mean? <laughs> you know when you're dark, like you think about death and shit like that? No, I don't think about death. Okay. No, I get why. No, he just, just had a realisation. He thought about it. He thought, I don't think about... And you know, like, you know, like, you know those calculations in the, in the background? It's like two, five. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Maybe I do. I think death is a beautiful thing. Oh, wait, yeah, Triple Brothers died, so I get it. <laughs> ah, but what's the question you want to ask him, bro? Baby, what's your name? What's your number? <laughs> Uh, what's the other question? Um, that's a good question, man. Ah, I got, I got. You know what? Since you're, yeah. you're in the thinking mode, yeah. <laughs> thinking mode. What is the question that Aladdin should ask you right now? Um, put man on the spot. Go on. Go on. Uh, Let's start, He could ask me about. I don't know. Fucking Boris Johnson. Fuck it, Boris. Doris, Doris Bonson. Yo. You know that Doris Bonson. Yo, how much? How much would someone need to pay you mm. to like, kiss Boris Johnson's toe? So you asking the question? After, after, after asking no, I'm asking you. No, 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 I'm asking no, you. You ask your answer to this question after asking that question. He said, "I'm after." So, well, how much would you pay, or you have to get paid to suck on his toe? Not suck. I'm taking it up. <laughs> like a billion. I'm not sucking a man's toe. You should. And I know no one's paying me for that. Shit. I'll do it for two hundred pound. What? <laughs> Standards low. Yo, some low standards. I can flip that, bro. man. I can flip that. I can flip that to. But do you know what? I'm. Do you know who came to my head? Nathan. I'm yeah, thinking, how much would Nathan do it yeah, for? He would, listen, do, listen. I've been Big talking to Nathan. Nathan. I've been, I spoke to Nathan recently. He was telling me that he would do. There's very little he won't do for money. There's yeah, we know that. You made it very clear, and I yeah, felt yeah, the energy yeah, when he said it. Yeah, just nothing. So, 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 how much? How much? To suck on his toes. Yeah. Um. Do you, have any, do you have anything to promote? Like to show? <laughs> Chill, bro. You have, you have a small community. Nah, bro. What are you doing, bro? Why are you trying to wear the question? But one second, man. You have a small community of about 200 people that watch the podcast. So do you have anything to share? Or I want to promote Aladdin. He has a good podcast. No, it's um, called? <laughs> For those who don't know the podcast that they're watching. Yeah, BTS. It's a sick podcast. I thought it's called Suck on Boris's Toes. Is it? Yeah, but listen, how much? Mm. Yeah, yeah, one second. I'll, try I'll, to, I'll, I'll get to it. I'll get to but it. I'm not trying to avoid it, bro. No, no, I'll get to it. No, I'll get to it. Yeah, you know what you're doing? That? Have you seen that grilling episode with Castillo when it goes uh, like Sniper out now on all digital platforms, oh, bro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're trying to do that. Yeah, man. But listen. Okay, listen. So, hi. Cool. You have one opportunity. Yeah. To say one thing to 7.9. What are you doing? We're not checking one out second, yet, bro, bro. One second, one second. You have one opportunity to say one thing to 7.9 billion people because it's gone up now. What are you going to tell them? I'll tell them like you could die tomorrow, so like just make sure you enjoy your every day just a little bit. 
Even if it's a hard mm. day, even if it's a bad day, even if you're busy, even if you need to pay rent or need to work or whatever, make sure you take at least five minutes out every day to do something you enjoy. Even if it's just dancing, even if it's listening to music, if it's but if you get a chance, obviously go out with friends, go on an adventure, go freaking um go freaking um Kilimanjaro. Huh? Kilimanjaro. Go Kilimanjaro, it, uh. go abseiling, go uh what's that thing when you jump off a plane, do that. Oh, just, yeah. yeah, just try everything because you never know when when you know it'll be a wrap, and especially doing it with loved ones because once they're gone, they're gone in it. So yeah, just yeah. making sure you appreciate those around you, and also appreciate yourself because once your time's up, it's up. Mm. Do you know what? Can, can I can I add to that with your permission? Mm. You said like you could die tomorrow. Like my thing is like you can die today or you can die right now. Exactly. Like there's people dying right now. Exactly. Dying today. But yeah. Do you think there are more people being born than there are dying? No, I'm confused now. Why is that? We're done. We're wrapped. We're wrapped. Yeah. No, I do have a question though. Go on. You think there are more people that are dying than there are being born? Which one do you think is more? I think more is being born because the population's going up. True. Just logically speaking. Nah, I think more people are dying. Fam. Actually, wait, hold on. Yeah, 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 population's going up though. Yeah, 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 yeah sure. Is. So logically, I mean, so, you know, you, you can actually get a life count of that shit. But I'm thinking, how the hell do you can get a life count? I don't think that's accurate. Of course, can you imagine someone someone in every hospital? I'm not sure. I think dead. I think well, it probably depends on like on the period. I think there's probably some like let's say there's a month where more people die than, than are born, isn't it? Because well, I guess overall, then because over, overall probably not. Yeah. No, I know one thing: more people are born in November. I know that for a fact. I know why. Yeah, Valentine's yeah, yeah, yeah. babies. That's it. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah. Now we'll count nine months after February. Oh, that shit, man. I don't know about any other month. Just that month. Is that true? Is that a fact? I mean, I would, I would, I would bet my left testicle on it. That's how confident. I know what. Cool. No, I'll match it. Yeah, I, I know what. Bet my right testicle. We're about to, we're about to <laughs> test it. We're about to test it. We're about to test it. You gonna test it? What month? You gotta drop off the testicles. What month are most people? Oh, yeah, we Wait, we just switched them. <laughs> no, did I? Yeah, you saw me. Yeah, give me yours. One is darker than the other. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Why is that right? So your testicles got <laughs> saved, but you're still not 100 percent correct though. God, so, so, it's, so it's 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 um the rates are July through October, so it's not to do with Valentine's Day, but what, it's, July to it's between July to October. Those those are the highest rates between July to October. Yeah, I mean you got like New Year's then that period, you got Christmas. And I that reckon period. winter time it gets cold and people are trying to warm up and that. Yeah, but I mean like solid. Christmas, New Year's, Valentine's. Yeah. yeah, that whole first few months. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what does that mean? Do we like cut an inch of our testicles? <laughs> no, I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. Not testicles at all. Logan Paul has like two percent of his testicles missing. How do you know this stuff? I don't talk what about do you research? I don't want to talk about it. I'm not lying. Yeah, she has about two percent is very minimal though. Mm. Yeah, but it's still. I mean, it's still testicles. Testicle. Testicle. One of his testicles. Is What's like, the actual testicle? No, it's the two percent or the thirty percent. Yo, weird question. Would you guys ever get a vasectomy? What's that one? You know when they really cut a little bit off so you don't have kids or something? I think that's what it is. I don't know. I might be wrong. I don't know. Oh, no. Yeah, I, I just feel like I wouldn't. Then again, I probably, I probably end up adopting this. To be fair, no. It's like, imagine something goes wrong. That's I think people should adopt. No, I think people should adopt them. So fucking having your own babies, <laughs> adopt one, man. But like, it's never gonna be. Like, no, do not adopt. No. I'm telling you right now, do not adopt. What's I adopted like? the lad in. Yeah, trust me. <laughs> it's, not, it's, not, it's not good. With that being said, it's not, it's not good. With that being said, on that note, on that note, boom, bow. boom, boom, bow, jiggle, jing dong, and we're out. Bow, da, da, da. Is the music coming in the background? How does it go? Perfect. Perfect.